Wednesday, presented by YRefi.com. Burns and Gambo, afternoons. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I love when John Bloom gets to call the broadcast. He does an outstanding job when he uh, when he fills in for Al McCoy and gets to do the play by play. And he is our uh, our one of our great sons' hosts that we love to have on the program and talk some hoops with. And he's going to join me now to finish out the program today. Bloom, what's going on, Gambo? Tonight's a great night because I'm not going to be on the call, so I can just sit over here and scream and yell with uh. the rest of the fans. Is we've got a matchup that I'm pretty fired up about. I know you are. The defending champs are in town and. Uh, this means a lot uh, for a lot of people. To me, it's about bragging rights with my friends and family growing up. You know, I mean, you got to get out to a good start and take the one nothing series lead tonight. Yeah, yeah. They, they what was that? The run TMC was that the was that, Ooh, was yeah. that their team? Be, if you're talking '90s night, which Chris it is tonight Mullen, here, yeah, Chris that, Mullen. That would have been them. Yeah, back in the day, and we, we, you know, we had the whole. Uh, it was the Chris and Tim Burger or the Tim and Chris Burger because they had a. I think it was with McDonald's, but it might have been Burger King. So just don't hold me to it either way. I'm sorry if you work for either of those organizations. They do fine work. But the bottom line is, they had a Chris and Tim Burger, and their whole advertising campaign was Chris Mullen and Tim Hardaway arguing whether it was the Chris and Tim Burger or the Tim and Chris Burger. And if you grew up in the Bay in the 90s, you remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Chris Mullen was my favorite player as a college player at St. John's when he yes. took him to the Final Four, and they lost to Patrick Ewing in Georgetown. It was three teams from the Big East. Villanova with Roly Massimino, John Thompson in Georgetown, Louis Carnesecca oh, yeah. with St. John's. Oh my God, it was a big and that, that St. John's team was my favorite college team ever. And if they would have got by Georgetown, they would have killed Villanova. But Villanova ended up beating uh, Georgetown in the championship game with Roly Massimino. That was a great year for college hoops. Uh, Big East basketball. I mean, we could talk it, it for days, Cam, but you know I have a lot of love for that. But uh, I will tell you that uh, you know, I, is Chris Mullen the best shooting southpaw in the history of the games? Is there ever been a better shooting lefty? Can you think of one? I mean, listen, I'd, uh, I'd have to think long and hard about it. I got a friend who used to always tell me there's never been a better one ever will be than Chris Mullen. So you, you'd be a big fan of that God, guy. He was such a great he was such a great college basketball player. Him and Walter Berry and Mark Jackson and Bill Wennington on the same team. Yeah. Bill Wennington, Mark Jackson, Walter the Truth Berry got drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, it was just a fantastic. It was a fun team. It was a fantastic team, and it brings back great memories. Let's talk about this one tonight. Uh, we, me and Bernsey talked about it. Monty's saying, you know, Chris is passing up too many shots. He's not shooting the ball very well. He's only one for 11 from three. He's really struggling even on his twos. He's not getting to the elbow very much. What are you seeing in his shot selection right now? It is a, it's a slow start, no doubt. I remember last year, you know, when the team was one and three, and we were wondering similar things about Chris Paul. And then, uh, you know, he kind of kicked it up a notch, didn't he? And uh, a lot of people sleep on the fact that uh, he was absolutely unbelievable during stretches, even in the postseason. Uh, it wasn't just last season in helping this team to 64 wins. So I still have faith he's got it in him, Gambo. I know some people think he's washed. I'm not one of them, uh, but I could be proved wrong. I think they are going to adjust how he's used, and I think he's open to that, which is an evolution for Chris Paul, believe it or not, because he's usually been pretty set in his ways as far as how many minutes he's getting and when he gets them and all that stuff. Uh, and and so I think that the fact that he is open to that is going to enable Monty and his staff to uh, properly get this team ready when they absolutely need to be. Um, and hopefully he can start knocking down those shots. I think he will. Uh, he's been a great shooter, you know, since he started playing basketball probably 
probably, although I don't have the recall all the way back to his days in Carolina before he got to Wake Forest, but I remember him lighting it up as a Demon Deacon and since he got in the league. So I expect that that shot will start to fall. Uh, I heard you talking about how getting to this spot is a key part of that, and I agree, but I don't think that you know it's that he's a step slow and that's why he's not getting to his spot yet. I think he's just getting himself into the flow. I hope that that's the case at least. Yeah, I, l- let's talk about Dario a little bit because he had two minutes and three games. Now, a lot of the reports I was getting from the people in, when he was playing in Europe, it was he did not look good. He looked slow. He was hard a hard time getting up and down the court. He just didn't look right. And it may take him some major time to really recover from that injury. And that could be why they're really not playing him a whole lot this year. Some people think maybe speculating it, they're holding him out because it could be part of a future trade with Jay. What's your thoughts on him not getting any minutes? Yeah, I'm a little surprised uh, because, as you mentioned, it's not as if he didn't get any reps in over the offseason. And boy, did he work his butt off to get back. You know, I saw him working all last year. He and Frank Kaminsky, they were kind of workout buddies, both trying to get back from injuries, both really putting the time and effort in. And uh, and he continued to do that in the offseason, obviously earned minutes for his native country, Croatia, and played in Eurobasket. Uh, he didn't set the world on fire. I don't think he was awful. I did watch him play two games. I, didn't, I wouldn't put him in the awful category, but he definitely didn't look like uh, peak homie Dario. Uh, and I expect that he's going to get an opportunity at some point. I, I would be fine if it's here. I w- I'd be excited because I happen to like Dario Saric, and I like what he does in this offense that Monty runs. Point five, he's like a typical big. You want a prototypical big in that point five offense because he's a connector. And uh, and so Jock Landell's come out, and Jock Landell's been impressive. He was impressive before the preseason. He was impressive in the preseason, and he was certainly impressive on this last road trip. So he's probably earned the right to continue being the first big off the bench, but it's nice to have a guy like Dario Saric if you need to, need to go to that guy. Yeah, there's no question. I continue to just watch the rotations in the bench and see how Monty uses everybody. Uh, I like what I've seen out of campaign so far. I'm not disappointed. You know, we talk about Cam a whole lot in his role. Um, I think he's done a pretty good job so far. I think Landry coming back is going to help if he's going to knock down some shots. Look, they still have to make a trade for Jay at some point, but so far, especially with Landale and Torrey Craig hitting the boards the other day, so far I think, especially with that last game, the bench was playing well. I agree, and I think when you have new guys, you have to get those kind of results early to help that bonding process, if that makes any sense. To help chemistry evolve, you've got to get that positivity early. The fact that they were able to beat a Clippers team in L.A., I don't think we should we should sell that short because of the fact that there were role players who were heavily involved in that win. We just touched on several of them, and obviously, if you look back to the opener, Damian Lee has his fingerprints all over the season opening win over the Dallas Mavericks. So those things matter when you are new to a team. And so I think that's helpful for this group moving forward. And uh, tonight they're going to definitely get a challenge with the Golden State Warriors. All right, Bloomer, always appreciate you joining us before the game for a few minutes. We'll be watching tonight, Warriors and the Suns. Thanks for joining, my friend. Uh, Thanks for having me, Gambo. Enjoy the action.